Hey everyone, back to Building Efficiency Cast presented by and Associates. I'm your host, Jim Schaefer. Now, if this is your first time tuning in, Nenny and Associates is an executive search firm focused on the building efficiency industry, hence why we named the podcast the way that we did. And simply put, we help our clients find the right talent. So each week we sit down with leaders from the industry to discuss their backgrounds, how they got started, and where they see the industry going. We also get to know our guests and find out what drives them to be successful. So on today's episode, episode 12, we sit down with Kevin Waters, the CEO at Clear Leader Group. Kevin walks us through his success as a performance contracting sales executive and how he overcame being a transplant in Tennessee from California, which is no easy task in the South. Kevin also walks us through his non-negotiables and how he prioritizes his life. Really enjoyed my time with Kevin and I believe you will as well. So if you haven't done so already, be sure to subscribe to our channel. And if you enjoy this episode, please share it with a friend or a colleague and leave a five-star review. So we think you're really going to enjoy this episode. So let's drop in. All right, welcome back, everyone, to the Building Efficiency Podcast. Today, we're sitting down with Kevin Waters, who is the CEO at Clear Leader Group. Kevin, welcome to the show. Jim, thank you. Good to be here. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad we carved out some time to make this work. So you're in. Uh, you're in Knoxville today, correct? I am enjoying some not normal August weather. It's usually very hot and muggy. It's weird. It's been nice. Not too bad. And how are you and your family doing with this? Uh, this whole for anyone who's listening to this at a later date or a later time, <laughs> we're still in the middle of this pandemic. I hate talking about it, but it's a reality of where we're at. How are you and your family doing? You guys hanging in there? Yeah, we're pretty good. You know, it's funny. You think about it. if you're an alien and you just landed on Earth. You have no idea what's going on. Uh, yeah, I think I had it. Pretty sure I traveled a ton around the country. Mm-hmm. I was in New York, Atlanta, California, and I came back and was sick for about five weeks. And um, I think my wife got it too. It's been it's been rough, but we're healthy now, so we're good. How about yourself? Yeah, we're doing all right. We're down here in in Tallahassee, so uh, we've played. We've stayed pretty isolated, and I haven't had any symptoms. But uh, yeah. Who knows? Um, just trying to do what, what we can. But in the meantime, podcast is a perfect way to communicate. So um, <laughs> glad we got this thing launched. So Kevin, for people out there who are audience who don't know who you are, can you tell us a little bit about your background and bring us up to speed? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I'm a California native, 35 years in California. Um, and uh, when I went to college, uh, I got a history degree. A goal was to be a lawyer. And ended up doing a, a slight correction and became a pastor. I did a master's of divinity, um, ended up serving uh, in a local church in Huntington Beach for 10 years. And at Jim, I didn't like it, man. It was not a job for me. I'm a start things, break things guy. And I was in there breaking stuff in Baptist churches. They don't like that at all. So uh, I was a wreck. And uh, so I ended up quitting after 10 years and um, moved to uh, Knoxville. And the reason I moved is because I was broke. I mean, when, you know, in the ministry, the joke we used to always say is, uh, you keep yourself humble, we'll keep you poor. Um, and so I left in that stead, totally broke, and I had to start over. So anyway, long story short, that got me into sales. Um, when you have a master's of divinity, it's really not helpful uh, for a lot of people. So I got a sales thing. So I've been in building space for the past 20 years, doing construction type projects and sales. Okay. So that, was my, that was my background. California, now in Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um... Not quite Joel Olstein money then in, in the past. He's kind, of, he's kind of one of a kind, huh? 
Um, so so tell, us, tell us a little bit about Clear Leader Group, um, how you guys are going to market today, you know, why you formed the company, and, and just kind of uh, sure. tell our audience about your, uh, your organization here. Yeah, so one thing I've noticed is there's a huge gap in leadership teams, both in terms of how they work together, um, communicate. If you think about in the ESCO space specifically, it's complicated. You've got engineers that think a certain way is right, and then you have salespeople that break rules and try to do certain things, managers trying to do it. In, uh, in my stint in the uh, energy space, which we'll talk about, I'm sure, um, I just saw these gaps, um, and, and the gaps end up translating to the clients or the customers in, in uh, misalignment, missed opportunities. Um, so part of it was just a, a need I saw on teams to, to work better together. Part of it was me scratching my head and wondering why people kept getting jobs that either were not technically competent as engineers at times or terrible in sales and couldn't figure out how some of these people continued to be on teams that I saw. And, and so I really wanted to help companies align talent, really understand. Um, and so our mission at Clear Leader Group is to do people by design, understand how people are made and put them in the right seats so they get results. So I'm passionate. So I walked away from the ESCO space just to help teams align uh, their talent. And do you still work with like building efficiency, energy efficiency companies, or do you have vertical markets that you focus on here today? Um, I do. I, I focus in construction. I Correct. definitely focus with ESCOs and energy as well. Um, I mean, if you think about the average um, salary paid to any one of the individuals on a sales or an engineering team, how, how much that is, um, and then to not get results from those people for two, three years, sometimes never. Um, I knew one person, I won't name names, and believe me, it'd be fun to tell stories, but I can't, um, that bounced from three different ESCOs and never sold a deal with any one of them the one competent skill this salesperson had was selling to their manager that they were skilled enough to be kept one more year and that some promise of the future was going to solve the problem. Never, ever closed a singular deal for companies. You, you mean people bounce around in the ESCO industry without selling anything? We, would, we wouldn't know anything about that. The, the resumes that we see, we, we wouldn't see anyone like that. Wow. Yeah, you guys are great at Nenny. You guys are so talented at, at, I mean, you guys are the flagship for finding talent, but yeah, it's, it's a problem and getting a really good t- salesperson and then managing them so you don't tick them off um, so they stay is also a really uh, big skill. So, Yes, yeah, so you touched on it. I think you kind of breezed past it in your background, but I, I know you've had it, quite a bit of success selling energy performance contracting in, in your career and that kind of you know allowed you to start this company here. So at, at what point, Kevin, did you know like, hey, now's the time for me to transition out of the traditional account executive type role and I'm going to go out on my own. So what, what was that decision-making process like? Yeah, so let me back up real quick on my ESCO. I, sure. was, a, I was on a Johnson Controls team and then Energy Systems Group. So I got the privilege of being part of a Fortune 50 companies energy team and then part of a national team, uh, both really good um, in general as organizations. Um, and I think really it was at ESG, though, in trying to figure out how – to solve client problems and putting together a solution, a package to the clients and the way we communicated, the way we aligned our teams that really allowed us to get a lot of results and quite a bit, Jim. I mean, I think I told you offline that we had done, you know, upwards near 150 million in projects in three years. Um, It just had a lot of success. So that made the the decision hard um, because I was making income and, and I didn't want to walk away from that security. But I came to this critical place where, um, I felt like my talents were being underutilized, not by ESG, but by me. That as an entrepreneur, I had things to give, that I had ways to help teams align and, and help people be better 
Um, I've been doing that for 30 years. And so I finally stepped into calling, if you will, and decided that money was not more important than, than really helping people win. So um, that's why we left. And, and uh, my wife and I had to work through that together and pray through that. And, and uh, best decision we've ever made. We're having a lot of fun. Yeah, and it's, it's interesting. I'm just reflecting back on your, your story here, moving from California and transplanting into Tennessee. Now, typically what you hear, you know, I, I lived in Nashville for a while, live in Tallahassee today, and like the South, the Southeast is very much cultural, right? And especially when it comes to sales and energy performance contracting. So, you know, maybe when you first stepped into this role, you know, what types of, I'm just, this is going completely off script here for a second, but um, what types of hurdles did you run into, you know, maybe in prospecting or developing relationships? Yeah. Number one, I don't have a pickup truck. Still don't, um, don't want to. Uh, Number two, I realized I was never going to be fully accepted by some of these folks. I mean, especially the more political our sales were, these were good old, good old country folks and they are good people. Yeah. But they had to know I was for them and not for myself, that I wasn't just a fast talking sales guy from California that I really truly cared and that I wanted to help them solve problems. And once we got over that hurdle, there were no issues, but yeah, it's been challenging. Um, about five years into being here, my friends in California thought I talked like an idiot because I had an accent. And then all the people here kept asking me, where are you from? Cause you're clearly not from this place. It's, it was like a man without a country. Uh, oh, that was a, can I give you a funny story on my first deal I closed? Yeah, yeah. County commissioner, um, one of the key leaders on the, on the uh, county commission was coaching me on the final night of the vote. And he said, there are seven questions before this commission, Kevin. The answers are clear on all of them, but number four. And he goes, you talk faster than we're used to. <laughs> this is a true story. And he goes, we don't need you to do a lot. He goes, I want you to address the county. I want you to address the seven questions in turn. I want you to give a single sentence and ask if there's any questions. I'll never forget that because he kind of rebuked me in some respects at the same time was coaching me for success. And uh, man, it was awesome. I got up in front of that commission. I did exactly what he asked me to do. And sure enough, man, I, I answered question one. I asked if there's any questions, total complete crickets in the room. It was amazing. Question two, crickets, three, crickets. Question four, sure enough, the question came. He said, would he handled it for me? seven all the way through, got a unanimous vote. But yeah, it was a country, um, wonderful person coaching this stupid, fast-paced Californian how to slow down and be successful. It was fun. But you had an ally. You obviously had an ally. Yeah, you can't, can't close these deals without a coach. No, without a doubt. Okay, so let's, um, let's maybe just hover out for a second through the lens of Clear Leader Group, the consulting business that you're running today, combined with your knowledge of energy performance contracting and your your past track record here. Kevin, where do you see the industry heading? You know, pull out your crystal ball for a second and tell mm-hmm. our audience where you see the industry heading. Well, I think in terms of what I'm looking at, I don't see it going anywhere. I just don't. I do see a lot more boutique and PE back firms mm-hmm. that are more nimble, maybe a little more customer centric um, that are going to win their share of, of work. But I think in the current pressure with COVID and some of the things we're seeing, reduction of available dollars to public entities. I think PC is not only here to stay, I think it's going to have an even stronger position in the market and the teams that can work nimbly and offer good products are going to win. Um, I see it being a continued value um, product. So let's transition to the last part of the show here. These are the same four questions that I ask to every guest who comes on the building efficiency podcast. Kevin, what are your daily non-negotiables? Coffee. That was my first one I wrote down. <laughs> I love coffee. 
Uh, Me too. In the morning, that's a non-negotiable. Um, eating well, maintaining my health is huge. Um, uh, I sacrificed my health heavily traveling 10 years in hotels, eating a lot of different things. And so really focusing on paying attention to that. Um, I would say my morning time with Jesus. I mean, I'm not a religious guy at all, but I have a relationship with the King. And so wanting to hear his voice, set my direction North on him, uh, really makes me, um, more impactful as well as a better person time with my wife and then staying positive, just keep my head up. A no is okay. Yes is better, but staying positive on my sales, my process. And let's rewind the clock a couple of years. Let's go back to uh, 22 year old Kevin. What advice would you give to your 22 year old self? Start sooner. My own job, my own company. Yeah. Don't be afraid. Yeah. Fear holds you, you tight. So shake the fear and get to work and do my own thing faster, sooner, without a doubt. And what motivates you? What gets you out of bed in the morning? Uh, it's been 30 years now helping people become clear and unstuck and free. So I named the company Clear Leader Group. My wife asked me, she goes, what are we trying to do? And I said, I want to help people get unstuck. Hmm. She said, what does that mean? I said, to, to be clear, to really understand who they are, um, what they should be doing, um, how to align their teams. So clarity, um, but that's what keeps me motivated every day. And last question here, Kevin, what do you want your lasting legacy to be? I thought through that. Um, I would say three things. Um, Jesus before all, my wife and family before others, others before me. Um, I think if I die and people can say he, he walked in those things in that order, um, A, just things tend to work out better and um, I have my integrity till I die. So that's my legacy is Jesus before all, family before others, others before me. Those great priorities. You got them in the right order. And uh, I think that's a great way to wrap up the show here. So Kevin, thanks a lot for the time. and Thanks for coming on the podcast. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. All right. So there you have it. Episode 12 with Kevin Waters. I hope everyone enjoyed this episode as much as I did. And if you did enjoy it, please be sure to subscribe to our channel wherever you enjoy listening to your favorite podcasts. So we hope you're sharing with your friends and colleagues as well. And the one last thing that I would ask, if you have ideas for future guests from the industry, please reach out to me. We'd love to hear from you, loyal listeners. So until next time, I'm Jim Schaefer, and we'll catch you on the next episode.